Welcome back, everyone. Another week of Taurus Talk here at SG Taurus. I'm your host, Matt LePan. Once again this week, joined by the president of Change HVAC Marketing, Elena Wellstead. Elena, welcome back. Glad to have you on again. I'm very glad to be here again. Thank you. We're excited to have you back, and we've talked branding over the past few weeks. And today we're going to be talking more about the culture of your company and how that can help with not only your brand, but your marketing as well. This is something that is a very interesting topic because everyone wants to claim they have the best culture and they know exactly what to do with culture and everything, but it's such a fluid topic that there's really no set answer, but there are a lot of roadmaps you can follow to, to help build a better culture. So true. And, you know, culture is something we're asking contractors to focus on a lot more these days. I think we have a lot of industry challenges right now, mm-hmm. right? We've got uh, equipment shortages, markets starting to flatten out a little bit. I think people had a, had a good couple of years when people were at home. And, you know, there's certainly a tech shortage with, with every contractor oh, yeah. that we speak to. So, you know, you and I have a lot of fun talking about HVAC marketing and, and we talk about branding and, 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 and all those fun topics. But I, I don't purport to be a, an expert in culture, but we are seeing how company culture and marketing intersect more and more, how important it is. So I'm going to step a little bit out of my lane today, and, and we're <laughs> going to talk a little bit about how fostering that positive company culture really helps and supports your marketing. Well, I like how you mentioned culture is essentially becoming part of your brand and part of your marketing structure. We see more and more companies that are paying attention to, even when they're marketing to outbound customers, they're saying that we are, whether it be, you know, we're a family-owned company that's been around for X amount of years. Here, listen to what our employees have to say. You hear this in radio advertising, TV advertising, social media advertising. They're using employee testimonials to show that the culture means that this is a company you want to work with. And that is how you market to someone. They want to welcome you into their home to do the work. That's the name of the game. You want to show them that you are one big happy family. Oh, I know. And, and you know, years ago, we we didn't really focus on culture. I mean, I'm 55. Like, I don't remember that <laughs> when I went to work, when I was a young person, you know, you went to work, you were grateful to have your job. And if your boss was having a good day, then you were having a good day. But it's a different generation now. Things have changed. There's been a, a paradigm shift. You know, Gen Z, Gen Y, they they look for purpose in their jobs. They look for, for satisfaction in, in different ways. And I think anybody who's trying to hire right now, whether it's technicians or office staff, you know, they're going to tell you that they're, they're seeing the same things. Uh, really, for the first time in history, employees are in control. Mm-hmm. They have the upper hand. So you definitely want technicians, when, when you're trying to hire, you, you want technicians to recognize that your business is the place to work. And when you do that, you're going to find better quality candidates the next time you're, you're trying to hire. And if you do it well, your techs will then refer their friends to come and work for you, which is, which is the best. So when you have a strong brand and you pair that with a really well-defined culture, that's when you're going to get the best of the best. And if you're actively promoting your business as a really professional, friendly, positive, fun place to work, that's perfect. That's what you want. 
Yeah, and when you attract this better talent, you get better results. And when you get better results, Mm -hmm. you get more customers because word of mouth spreads quick. I don't care, and I know we've talked about this plenty, I don't care how much you spend marketing dollars on it. If you have a bad reputation and it goes from one person to the next on word of mouth, you can do more damage word of mouth than you can gaining goodwill in any type of marketing campaign. If you go in and you have terrible Google reviews and you have, you know, you did bad work on two different houses in town and that person goes to, I don't know, call it the playground with their kids and they're talking and they're like, oh yeah, the, you know, such and such came and they did a terrible job. Well, no matter how well you're doing your branding and your marketing, what we've talked about, well, if you have employees that you attracted that aren't necessarily, you know, top rate because your culture isn't great and, you know, the top rate folks didn't want to work there, you might as well be setting some of your marketing dollars on fire because this, that <laughs> word of mouth, it, customers, consumers are so informed now. No one's oh, going to yeah. make a, a yeah. rash decision based on a mailer that they get, right? They get that mailer and they see your, your specials and they say, all right, now I'm going to research them. And they look at your mm-hmm. Google reviews, they look at your social media, they find out if anyone they know has used you and the culture that you're creating in your business spreads out to your customers because of the the talent that you're attracting because of your culture. I always tell people to think about it in reverse, right? So if you're not fostering culture, if you're sending your texts out in, you know, white trucks with just a little lettering on it and basic standard uniforms, so they, they don't feel any pride in how they look, how they're presenting themselves, the company they're representing, you know, if if you're not finding ways to reward their efforts, uh, if your Facebook page is just full of ads promoting equipment, but mm-hmm. nothing personal, no photos of text, what kind of employees do you think you're going to attract? Ones that don't care. Yeah, it's not going to be the ones that are excited to share that they work for you. And what kind of customers are you going to attract? Same answer. Not the ones that are going to want to share that they're getting premium equipment from you. They're going to be the ones that want, you know, hey, what's the what's the lowest you can go for me? Yeah, you're going to get those price shoppers. Yeah, absolutely. So it's really, you know, it's like anything else. The more effort you put into it, you're, you're going to get out of it what you put into it. And I know everyone says, oh, my gosh, we're so busy. I don't have time to worry about culture. And that's not to say it's not difficult when you're small, when you, you know, when you're just a couple person shop, that's, it's really hard. You're busy all the time. But as you grow, it becomes more and more important. On the flip side of that, when your customers can readily see your culture, when they can, they can see how well you treat your employees, it gives them this better feeling of, of how you're going to treat them when you come into their home. It lets them know what you stand for, what you believe in. And like you said, you better believe customers and technicians are checking you out on your social media before they're calling. What do you think contributes to a company culture? There are a lot of different ways you can go about it. Like I said, there's no one clear defined path, but it's more than just writing out a couple of lines and putting them on the wall so that when somebody comes in to interview, they can see it. What do you think contributes to a culture? It's very important to have open transparent communication. I think it's very important to sit new employees down and explain to them, tell them your story, explain to them what your brand means to you. 
uh, you know, I, I think in our industry, people are very attached to their brand, to their to their company name. It has so much meaning for them. They've worked so hard for it. Make sure that employees understand what it means to you and and what it should mean to them. You know, ask for their suggestions, their feedback, their ideas, and then put them into place. Mm-hmm. I think when when people see that they're valued in that way, it's just such a positive thing. You're going to get a really good response from that. Don't be afraid to give positive feedback. We all just want to be acknowledged. We're right. all just people. People just want to feel acknowledged. You know, a strong structure. As I was saying, you know, when we started work, it was just, here you go, here's your desk, learn it as you go, right? Mm-hmm. And now, um, you know, people really want a path defined for them. They want to know, okay, I'm I'm coming in as an apprentice when can I move up? When can I then, you know, when can I get my tools? Like when, when is that going to happen? Can you define that path for me? People really appreciate structure. They definitely want opportunities to earn rewards. I mean, there's a million different SPIF programs you can put into place. Continual training. I think that's very important. It just, it shows people that you value their skills. You want them to succeed. And I know sometimes I get a little pushback and people say, oh, what if I train them and they take that training and go work for somebody else. Well, that's certainly possible, but it's the worst scenario is that you don't train them and they stay. Right. right? Exactly. Exactly. That's the, it's so funny. We've, we've actually, I think you and I brought this up more than once that idea of, well, what if I train them and they leave me? Well, why don't you train them and make your culture so good that they don't want to leave? They want to learn more and more and make your company better and better and grow with you. Right. There's, a lot of talk out there and you kind of mentioned it before of it used to be if your boss is having a good day, you're having a good day. If not, you're not. Mm-hmm. It doesn't always have to be like that. People can know you're not having a great day, but you can still, you could still go in and you can validate what they're doing and tell them they're doing a good job and set up the structure and set up the learning programs and everything and help foster this environment of growth. Everyone mm-hmm. wants to grow. Every company wants to grow. Every technician, every salesperson, every person in the office they want to grow. And if you foster that with a positive environment and good vibes, you know, it's, it's funny people my age and younger always talk about wanting good vibes that they want to feel good when they go to work. And it really is something that it, it used to be, I'm going to take work wherever I can get it. Well, now it's, I'm going to take work where I feel good working. So I'm, I'm going to live at home a little longer. I'm going to live with extra roommates a little longer until I find a place that I feel good and then I can set up my career. Folks are looking for a career and somewhere they can build and feel good. You need to make sure you're fostering that from day one. And it's so funny. Training really does make people feel valued. Even if it's extra work for them, mm-hmm. they feel valued. Right, right. You're helping them build their skills. And there's so much training available mm-hmm. in our industry now. I mean, when I started out, it was just a couple of us, but uh, I think something else that's important, you were just sort of touching on it, is that that fun environment. It's work. It doesn't have to be drudgery. It just doesn't. You know, people really appreciate team building events. They appreciate team appreciation events. Just, you know, take the team out to dinner or do a, you know, a, a pizza Friday once a month or just just something fun to bring people together for something other than than work. And it really, it, you know, it doesn't, it doesn't hurt anyone to have some fun. No, never does. It never yeah. hurts. And when you have this environment, 
sometimes it's really difficult to communicate that to folks, right? Because you want to still maintain a professional workplace and all those things. And Mm -hmm. if you're out there touting, we're the fun company, well, that's not necessarily going to give you the best reputation. You want to make sure that you're communicating your culture clearly as we're fun, but we're structured and we are, you know, we, we have high expectations of folks that are working Mm -hmm. here, but we're also going to have the fun. We're also going to do the training. We're also going to have, you know, team Mm -hmm. building. How do you communicate these cultures and values that you're fostering within your company to prospective employees, like you had mentioned, to your own employees that are already there if you're, you know, kind of trying to, to, you know, redo your culture and make things a little different, and then to your customers to kind of build it onto your marketing? Well, you know, once you have your positive culture in place, you are going to communicate your, your culture, your values to everyone, and you're going to embed that into all of your marketing. And it, it's going to show up in, in subtle ways and not so, not so subtle ways. Um, on your website, you'll have photos of your team. You'll have highlights about your employees. Maybe you have a, maybe you set up a separate landing page with some videos and photos of your team working together and having fun. And, and, sh- and you can show that, share it with ex- prospective employees that shows them what you're all about. Certainly on your social media, that's just the, the perfect place to be highlighting your team, showing the, the personal side of your company. Yes, you want to have the occasional push for equipment or service on there, but really people are coming there to see who you are, not what you sell. They're going to your website for that. On your social media, they want to see who you are, so show them. Video is a fantastic way to speak about your culture. Get your get your text on video and some candid stuff talking about how much they like their job, what what a average day is for them, how that how that looks from their perspective. There's a lot of ways to embed that culture into your marketing. And Elena, I think we can wrap with what I think I took out of our discussion beforehand on this. The number one rule of setting up your culture and setting up you know, using it for marketing, you have to be authentic. People will see right through it if they're mm-hmm. sitting there with the forced smile. You have to be authentic. Otherwise, people oh. are going to see right through it. So much. I, I mean, I have a fantastic contractor out west in California. And man, he's killing it. He has an amazing, amazing culture. And he he really supports and encourages the health and the well-being of his techs. He set up a gym for them. Wow. And he, you know, he built a new building and he set up a gym for them. You know, there's, there's video of them using the gym and just really enjoy. And I mean, it's, it's off. You can tell that's authentic. It just, it feels really good. So, and again, it's, it's like anything, what you put into it, you'll get out of it. This is awesome. Amazing information from Elena. And again, we're not telling you exactly how to set up your company culture. We're just giving you some of the roadmap Culture is exactly what you define it as a company. Make sure you're talking with your employees, talking with some customers, and setting up that company culture so that you can help your brand, you can help your marketing, and you can foster an environment that people want to be in. Now, Elena, if people want to get more information on this podcast or on any HVAC marketing tip, how can folks get in touch with you if they're new to the podcast? Well, I always like to send people to our website, which is changehvac.com. And we have a nice blog on there with 
some advertising tips and can always reach out to me the old-fashioned way. Pick up the phone. Call us at 315-685-9500 or email me at elena at changehvac.com. We always love chatting with Elena and anyone up at Change HVAC Marketing. Make sure you're getting in touch with them. They really are some of the experts in the HVAC marketing world. They've been doing it for a long time. We've seen customers have a lot of success working with them. So, Elena, we want to thank you again for coming on. And we want to thank everyone out there for tuning in. Make sure to subscribe to the podcast, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Pandora. Anywhere you can find a podcast, you can find us. Just search Taurus Talk. Follow along on social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and LinkedIn. And as always, catch all of our podcasts on our website or on our mobile app, sgtaurus.com backslash podcast, or click the podcast icon right on the app. One thank you again for tuning in. We'll see you next week on Taurus Talk.